0: You're tuned into More Living with Jim Brogan, broadcast live from the Brogan Financial Studios at Newstalk 98.7, where old-fashioned values, expert knowledge, and genuine understanding come together to give you the retirement straight talk you deserve. Jim's a former National Advisor of the Year recipient and a financial educator, and he's here today to talk about how you can live out the best years of your life. Jim and the Brogan Financial Team have been helping retirees and pre-retirees across the Southeast for over 20 years in their pursuit of financial independence. You can reach them during the week at 865-862-6800. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn, because More Living with Jim Brogan starts now.
1: Welcome. This is More Living with Jim Brogan, right here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI, where it's all about living the best years of your life. Your way, communication. I said this, you heard that. I have my wife with me in studio today. Good morning. <laughs> We're going to
2: communicate right here. Aren't yeah.
1: we? <laughs> I thought, oh my goodness, this is a great topic to have my wife in here. Uh, oh,
2: you wanted me to learn something? <laughs>
1: no, I, I, I'm probably pointing a finger at myself Uh-oh. here. Oh,
2: okay. Well, this is going to be fun.
1: You know, communication is so critically important. We think about our our spouses our kids, our work relationships, our friendships. It's the essence of life. We express feelings. We share thoughts. But many of us struggle to effectively communicate, and sometimes what we actually mean when we say things is not what is actually heard. So joining us on the show today, I'm very excited, is the author of the book, I Said This, you heard that. Kathleen Edelman. she has a Master's okay. in Christian in Christian Counseling Psychology and 30 years of experience counseling and coaching with a focus on communication. Good morning, Kathleen. welcome to more Living.
3: Well, good morning, Jim, and good morning, Jim's wife. Hello,
2: I'm. Yes, her name
1: is Deedee. Did I not say? Did I not say your name? See there, I didn't even say your name.
2: See, there you go. We're going to already have a problem this morning. I'm just teasing. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, you know what? It can all be worked out. That's right. That's
1: right. (laughs) Uh, It's interesting, uh, Kathleen, because when we when I heard about uh, your book and your program, it was from a client who had done a series uh, at their church uh, with mm-hmm. your materials. And then it turned out one of our employees, who's on our executive our team, our corporate, actually. she's our corporate yeah. assistant, uh, she also had done it at her church. And so you were, very, you were very highly uh, recommended. And I said, we need to w- reach out to Kathleen Edelman. Tell us, before we get into the specifics yeah. of communication, tell us what yeah. made you want to be a counselor and focus on communication.
3: Well, you know, it's one of those kind of things where I feel like if you find something that breaks your heart, you also find something that you're passionate about. Mm. And I have always been very sensitive about people speaking kindly to each other. I've never really understood, even as a young girl, why anyone would have to speak unkindly. And so my background's communication, but when my husband and I, were traveling from California to Maryland back in the 80s, um, I heard this cassette tape on temperaments. And I said to myself, I have to learn everything I possibly can about temperaments because this has to affect communication. And so I've now dedicated the last three decades of my life learning everything I could, but also realizing it does. Knowing your temperament changes Every single conversation you'll ever have
1: so so what i'm hearing from you is that temperament is the number one driver of miscommunication
3: absolutely and here's what here's Jim what we also have to know. most miscommunication is not intentional mm. i I happen to be a different temperament than my husband, so when I speak, he hears in his temperament, and when he speaks. He speaks out of his temperament, but again, I hear in mine. So we have to understand that, first of all, in communication, 80% of it lands on the listener. So when he's talking, he happens to be, and your listeners will understand this more soon, he happens to be a green temperament, I'm a blue temperament. No matter how he says it, he's speaking a green language. Mm. And my brain thinks blue. So until we can understand who we are and understand the person standing in front of us there's always going to be this gray area of miscommunication
1: now how much of that is words and how much of it is the way we you know the way we communicate it i mean it's both right
3: <coughs> oh it's absolutely both your temperament determines what you say what you hear what your tendencies are what your behavior is what your core motivation is see tendency or temperament is not personality. Temperament is innate. You're born with it. So it really drives the core of everything you do. Personality is constantly evolving. It's birth, it's, you know, religion, it's birth culture. It's where you are in the family. Um, Temperament's more like your eye color, your fingerprint. It's not, it's unchangeable. It's the
1: way God made you.
3: Exactly. So... (laughs) this is
2: this is more than this hour today i can already tell you um (laughs) i love something that i read in your book that said Uh um you create and you can just with words you know we Mm -hmm. can either create or destroy confidence we can we can uh start um or wreck relationships or we can land Mm -hmm. and lose jobs I mean, mm-hmm. so we're talking about the power of words and the power of communication. Is there a temperament type that thinks that they always communicate pretty well? Well, and can't I think see, all... can't see. <laughs> sort of, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we took the yeah. test, we took the test, mm-hmm. and we're the same thing. And we're both red. Are you? I'm high oh, red. Okay. He's a red.
1: I'm a red and yellow.
2: So yellow was our second. I took it a month ago and was red and blue. So, you know, I'm sitting here telling on myself, it's probably not a good thing. But, you know, one of the things that I read sort of about us is that, I mean, we're Mm -hmm. strong, right? Yes. And we think, Mm -hmm. I mean, we think we're always right. And I I, I mean, and I have no problem in saying that because that's how often (laughs) I feel. That's how you think. And so... My daughter, however, when I was reading through, is probably green, Uh and so and I can't understand her at times. I don't understand her in the sense of, and when you say we speak out of our, I guess, color or whatever, we speak Uh out of that and hear our temperament and hear in that, you know, Mm -hmm. to me, lunch dates are a waste of time. I don't want Mm -hmm. a lunch date. I want to go through life and get everything I need to get done. I can have a dinner date with you because then I can relax. She yeah. is going to have three coffee dates in one day. I'm like, why would you just not do one big coffee date with everybody? Like, why are you needing it? We're very different the way we're wired. I mean, is that temperament?
3: Just how Oh, no, we're, that's exact. It's actually making me chuckle because it's actually exactly temperament. Exactly. Because each temperament speaks their own language. And as your listeners can get the book and they understand, there's basic. There's two temperaments that are. We have to first start with some of the basics are extroverts, mm. which means in communication that their thoughts and emotions go outward they you as a red yellow have no filter correct or you're i guess jim you're a red yellow. The reason you're probably together is that you have the opposites in the yellow and the blue um as secondary mm-hmm. but you know and in the then then you have two temperaments that are introverts, which means. They have to process things. They 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 think before they talk. You and Jim talk before you think. We talk it out. So, like we we. Yes. I'm, I'm
1: very much. I'm very much a verbal thinker. Like yes. I love and to I sit am, in a room with people, and I'm more mm-hmm. so this way than Dee is. I'm but I love to talk. It's just a. I think better when I'm talking to somebody.
3: Yes, and so that's. This is why it's fascinating because. Deedee, you're exactly right. That red temperament is independent. They're decisive. They excel in emergencies. Yes. They are, you know, driven. But yes. what you find when you do the, the work, the I said this, you heard that, is the only way that you know those are strengths is because you have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, See, yeah. That was very intentional with that.
2: Oh, I went so through them and could, I marked them and I was like, okay, these yeah. are
3: the things I struggle with, you know. Sure. Um, Impatient, bossy, mm-hmm. yeah. arrogant, dislikes, tears and emotions. Yep. So that red temperament is that. And you also have every temperament kind of has a mantra. And the and the reds is if I'm right, basically. Mm-hmm. And if everybody just did it like me, the world would be a better place. You run everything which you feel very efficient. That's why you look at yes. your daughter and you think that's not productive. That's not efficient right? Yes. But see, the green temperament is an introvert that's people oriented. So first of all, your daughter's a processor. She's not going to have answers right away. And they're very kind, great listeners. Oh, yeah. They're content,
2: right? Yes. I have to but be she, intentional with my listening. She does not. It's no, natural. She's,
3: it's absolutely natural.
1: Yeah, she, I have to she's, be she's intentional also, too, though, too. Yeah.
3: Oh, well, yes, the re- especially with your gym yellow secondary, um, which we'll talk about in a second. But your daughters also can be unenthusiastic, you yes. know, no sense of urgency, very stubborn. Mm. So, again, it's one of those where we have to understand where our language is coming from first. But you both are basically... You would have to learn a a third language, a green language, in order to speak so your daughter can truly hear you and not necessarily be guessing or maybe saying, Mom, like, why are you so intense? or Why can't you relax? Oh yeah, we get that a lot. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Uh, we're visiting.
3: Because in your eyes,
1: we're visiting this morning with Kathleen Edelman, author of the book "I Said This, You Heard That," and we're discussing communication. When we come back, I want to get into each of these colors and and what what they mean and how we can improve our our communication by understanding the temperament of the people we're communicating with. So stay with us. This is More Living with Jim Brogan here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.
0: Welcome back to News Talk 98.7's Brogan Financial Studios, where Jim Brogan is coming to you live with important news and advice to help you achieve your dream retirement. Get ready to learn and live. Here's your host, Jim Brogan.
1: Welcome back. This is More Living here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. I'm Jim Brogan. I have my wife, Dee and she's uh, co-hosting with me this morning as we're visiting with Kathleen Edelman, author of the book, I Said This you heard that. We're talking about communication. And Kathleen, let's kind of dive into these four temperaments. Um, Before we get too much into those, I just want to mention, as you were discussing all of that, that we, we speak in our temperament, we hear things in our temperament, somebody else is speaking and hearing things in their temperament. The need to get out of ourselves and understand and think in terms of the other person's viewpoint, mm-hmm. number one, uh, number one, there's a level of... Um,
2: can that even be taught?
1: Well, that's not as selfish mm-hmm. when we want to get a point mm-hmm. across. Yeah. We want to get a point but also understanding, you know, I think of the Dale Carnegie book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yes. You think of how you mm-hmm. can communicate to make an impact.
3: Mm-hmm. And see, and that's exactly, exactly why I'm so passionate about this, because when you understand temperaments, you understand your authentic self, but that's just it. The first thing that all the temperaments share is selfishness. So we have to learn to step aside, see all personality assessments tell you about you. What temperaments study does is it tells you about you, but it also tells you about other people. And so it allows you to realize in order to lift that person up, build them up, um, love them better, you have to understand their language or their temperament. So um, 600 years before Jesus walked the earth, Hippocrates studied how people naturally responded in different situations. And they continuously landed into four categories. And those are, to this day, the four temperaments. About 60 AD, they named them with Greek names, which some of your listeners may know, sanguine, choleric, melancholy, and phlegmatic. Now, those can be a mouthful, so I matched them with color. So the sanguines yellow, the choleric's red the melancholy is blue, and the phlegmatic is green. So within the chart, you have some temperaments who are extroverts, like we said earlier, some introverts. Some are task-oriented people. Some are people-oriented people. So, like for example, Dee, she's a red-blue. You're completely, Dee on the task side. So when you were talking earlier about the efficiency of the day with your daughter, Mm -hmm. That's exactly how a red-blue would talk, because they're all about getting tasks done, more so than the connection of people, which is the yellow-green side. Those people want connection and relationship and who's going to join the party and who's coming to the coffee with us, right? Yep. So just knowing these different languages... Is gonna, like I said earlier, it's going to change everything. Now, Each temperament also has strengths and weaknesses.
2: Okay, so let me ask you this. I took sure. a test that was with the sanguine and so forth in high school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, my senior year, I'll never forget it. And I was the highest sanguine they had in the class. Okay. <laughs> now uh-huh. I'm looking because I'm reading through your book and I'm like, uh-huh. I'm really not that. I can Mm -mm. be that i have a level of it i can be Mm -hmm. but i was reading about masking and so at that there were expectations placed on me in my home in my life of how i think i should have been yes is that oftentimes what happens it's not necessarily we have a shift because you're saying that we're born
3: and it's innate yes Well, see, what happens is, you know, what I uh, in the second book that I wrote, A Grown-Up's Guide to Kids wiring. one of my favorite parts in that book is explaining that children are the purest in their temperament until the world starts telling them different. Mm -hmm. So you, when you were very young, you were probably a very clear red blue until expectations were starting to be put on you. So what happens then is we, you know, we have these innate needs and we're trying to fill them and we're being told that our wiring isn't correct. So, so if you did the assessment, it's not a test, you can't fail it, um, you have a dominant temperament and a secondary if you come up with a third or fourth temperament, then we may have to talk about masking. And a lot of times, Dee, the masking comes from parenting. Yeah. And the parents aren't, again, being intentional. It's just, like, for example, you and Jim, you're both very strong, get it done kind of people. And your daughter literally is the polar opposite
2: yeah she wants to go at a yeah. different pace you know yep. i march very clearly to my own drum beat you do too jim yep. we go to our- yeah but yep. i,
1: I want to be clear on something dd Dee Dee is a stronger red than i am yeah
2: <laughs> she, she when she yeah. took
1: the test she scored like out of the 40 i think she was like in the mid-20s on red Shh, don't tell i was like me. 16 wow. <laughs> whereas my yellow is yeah. almost just as high so and that yeah. kind of reminds me of the disc profile well we won't go there
2: Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, you're right. She does. She kind of marches. She has a different pace. It's the pace I see in her, I recognize. You know, me, I want to get everything done. One of the things that's said about my, I guess, innate personality or temperament is that I can't relax. I cannot relax until I've accomplished. And once I've accomplished, then that's why I'm able to do dinner with you and drink a glass of wine. And then we can have all the connecting conversations you want. But midday... I can't do it. Mm-mm. I want to get my everything done. I can get done. And my list is always longer than what I can truly accomplish. But I feel so good <laughs> about myself. She her pace is different. Oh, I'll kind of yes. get to it and I'm going to mm-hmm. do this and it's going to take me all day. And I I mm-hmm. literally put myself on a clock and go, no, I'm going to finish it in 27 minutes. You know, I'm real odd about that.
3: Well, no, you're not odd about that. You're you're wired that way. It's but it's an awakening of knowing that she's wired differently and not to put those same expectations on her. And that's which we what I recognize. Do, yes, because you know? that's what I was talking about. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So, Definitely. But again, here's the thing. Let me tell you about your list. Everything on your list is priority. Well, really, what I have to work on with Reds is what's truly priority for your day so that you can truly relax. Because reds are usually at lunch thinking about dinner, at dinner thinking about painting the garage, painting the garage, thinking about the birthday party. They, they have a very hard time being in the present. Very
2: true.
1: So mm-hmm. why don't we, could we just quickly, Kathleen, could you go through mm-hmm. each of those four, like give us just a quick description, yep. a few words of sure. the the name of it, like the name, oh, the color, uh, yeah. and then what it means?
3: Yeah. Sure. So the sanguine is yellow. The sanguine is an extroverted, people-oriented person. They're joyful, creative, imaginative, great storytellers, very in-the-moment people. What's unique about the yellows is their ability to see the best in people first. But they can also exaggerate, elaborate, interrupt um, they're very they want to be liked. They wear their heart on their sleeve. Right. The red extroverted, but task oriented, like we said earlier, driven, speaks the language of power and control, um, independent, but they can also be bossy and impatient. And what's unique to the red is their ability to see a vision they can see a goal or a vision and accomplish it like nobody else.
1: Kathleen, I have to tell you the, one thing real quick yeah. before you go to blue. Sure. Dee, Dee in her, in her home office, she mm-hmm. has a little placard on the table. She and it says, so
2: "Mean, you are so mean." This is so <laughs> go ahead. And It says,
1: "I am not bossy. I am the boss." <laughs> That's that a red, is exact- isn't it?
3: Oh, that is a red. That it's totally a red. Um, that is hysterical because again, once you know this, I love what I do because once you hear it, once your listeners hear this today, they cannot unhear it. So this is where kind words come in. Now that I know Dee Dee's a red, I would have to choose not to speak red. But no, when I see her, I'm going to say words that she can hear. You know, I'm going to show her loyalty. You know, I'm going to show her appreciation and credit for work because I want to love her better, right? Um, But let's move on to the blue. What a great word. Yeah, the blue is a a introverted, task-oriented person. This is me. Um, We are creative. We're analytical. We're logical. We're organized. um, But we can be judgmental. We can be critical or reserved. Um, what 's unique about the blue, like I grew up Jim the whole, my whole life here And Kathleen, why are you pointing out the negatives? What I realized is, is blues don 't really point out the negatives. they anticipate the obstacles. So where you two see a goal, I see every obstacle to the goal. So if we were to humble ourselves and lean into each other, we would be victorious every time, right, together. Um, together, that's yes, honoring that. each other's temperament, um, in the green, the green is an introverted people oriented person. So that's why it's very important to understand those basic things. Cause people go, wait, he's they're greens are people oriented, but they're introverts. But remember what we said about communication and what introvert means. It means to process. So this green is a great leader of people. They're kind, they're innately good listeners, they're content, but they can, like we said earlier, be stubborn, unenthusiastic, um, no sense of urgency. And what's unique to the green is their ability to be the calm in the midst of chaos. So, for example, if your building's on fire at the radio station, most likely Dee Dee's going to be the one saving people. She we're, We want to be behind her <laughs> because she's going to be making quick decisions, accelerating in emergencies, directing people, where the green people are going to come in and go, hey, everything's going to be all right. We're going to get out of this. So, That's... again, just this innate <laughs> thing happens,
1: Right. So, so what I want to do, we're talking with Kathleen Edelman. She's author of The Workbook and many other programs. But I said this, uh-huh. you heard that. We're talking about temperament and the way we communicate. So when we come back for our next segment, I want to get into how we communicate in another person's style. How can we recognize their style and lean into them yes. in a way that can have impact? So stay with us. This is More Living with Jim Brogan on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.
0: Welcome back to News Talk 98.7's Brogan Financial Studios, where Jim Brogan is coming to you live with important news and advice to help you achieve your dream retirement. Get ready to learn and live. Here's your host, Jim Brogan.
1: Welcome back to More Living with Jim Brogan, where it's all about living the best years of your life your way. We're with you every Saturday, 9 to 10 a.m., and again, from 3 to 4 p.m. Catch us online. You can listen to all of our shows or podcasts. Go to broganfinancial.com and click on radio. Uh, We'll have today's shows up. on. We we typically have this week's show up by Tuesday afternoon. Today, we're visiting with Kathleen Edelman, author of the book, I Said This, You Heard That?, It's very much like a workbook, really, and she is an expert in communication styles and temperaments. Kathleen, as I mentioned there going into the break, so how can we – so once we learn about ourselves, how then then can we – and this really becomes especially relevant to me when we get in our everyday lives, especially in the workforce, with our friendships to a degree, but we know our friends better in our workforce – uh, but in everyday life, how can we recognize what someone else's style may be and speak and, their language? And speak their language? Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, again, that's what everybody asks. That's the first question. And the first thing we have to do is make sure that we're in our strengths. So the first exercise is you still have to stay with yourself for a minute and go, you know, I have a tendency, but I'm going to choose this. I have a tendency for this weakness, but I'm going to choose this strength. When you're in your strengths, then you're allowing yourself the ability to literally learn another language. And one key thing in communication is listening to understand. Most people listen to reply. So we have to learn my favorite word, the pause. So when you're talking to another person, and I'm even going to talk to you about the word talk. Everybody can talk. What we're hoping to teach people is to communicate, which is the exchange of thoughts and emotions. What I would love people to learn is the art of communication. I would love every word that comes out of your mouth to be a gift to the person that you're speaking to. So if we're trying to accomplish that, I have to listen to the words that the other person is saying. I have to listen Each person, each temperament speaks their own language, so they're going to use different words. So in the workbook, if you, for example, look at the strengths and weakness pages and truly the innate needs. See, Jim and Dee, this is what separates me from DISC and personality assessments, all the other ones that are out there, is the innate needs. Each temperament has their own and that is like your cheat sheet to start speaking another language and start listening for the words that the other one uses. For example, I don't have a drip of red in me, but Dee Dee's story about having the day and getting things done with your daughter, if we really re- rewound that, you would hear so many red words. I just have to get something done. I have to produce something. It has to be efficient. I have a list. There's priority. If once you know the temperament, you don't even have to know Dee to know that she's red. So, again, she, I could now know, okay, she's definitely a red that I want to honor that. So I'm going to learn to speak the language of a red.
1: Hmm and and really the 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 overriding thought when we're talking about all that Kathleen is mm-hmm. we get out of ourselves mm-hmm. and we focus on the other person, and then ultimately, that allows all of us to have more impact
2: and listen to understand was the key phrase that she used mm-hmm. for me, listening to understand. You, my other daughter says to me, you're not listening. You're not listening. I'm, I'm listening. Yep. I hear you. I'm trying. And, and mm-hmm. what it is is what she's saying is I'm not understanding her in her language. So this exactly. is so good for us. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about, I mean, the holiday season is coming up. We're yes. all <laughs> going to be mixing and mingling and jingling with people that are, you know, in our families and close friends that oftentimes, you know, we're very close to. And then, And sometimes we have, you know, some trouble sometimes playing well in the sandbox with. So, you know, how do you cope? Like, what can we do to, I guess, to work on our communication, but to go into the holidays and prepare ourselves to deal with people that might annoy us in our families or among our friends? Like, how do we do that?
3: Well, first of all, we're most we're probably annoyed because or misunderstanding because of the temperament. So, again, there's two things that has to happen, Dee. One is what I call paradigm shifting. When you wake up, you're looking through a red lens. When I wake up, I'm looking through a blue lens. If I'm not willing to take my lens off and try to look through a red lens, you and I are never, we're always going to have a big gray area. Mm-hmm. And in that gray area is where a lot of unwholesome words and a lot of miscommunication happens. And then there's the selfishness. Well, you know, Dee, Dee hurt my feelings. You know, she talked harshly to me. Well, you didn't necessarily probably do that, but that's what landed on me, right? So when you're going into the holidays, I think a couple things have to happen. One is you have to understand that most miscommunication is not intentional. And then the other thing is asking yourself when there is a conflict, hey, what part did I play and what could I have done differently? What I could have done maybe is realize that Dee, Dee was a different temperament than me and I could have showed her more loyalty and appreciation in my words even. So again, each temperament has their own innate needs. Those innate needs are like food and water. Each temperament is trying to fill them all the time. And so once you memorize the innate needs of each temperament, I, I I cannot tell you in 30 years how many aha moments I've had with people once they get this.
1: Yeah, that's it's, really fantastic. It's life-changing. Um, I, I want to pivot to the idea and something you're passionate about, which that is kind mm-hmm. words are cool. You know, we live yes. in a world people hide behind social media platforms. More and more of our communication is through devices and not face-to-face. We're also living in more and more of a polarized world. Um, Mm -hmm. Just can you expand on your uh, life, your worldview with the phrase, kind words are cool?
3: Well, kind words are cool is is the name of my company, actually, because I really do. You would have a hard time convincing me at this point because of all, all the aha moments I've experienced that there's ever a reason to speak unkindly to another person, even if you disagree with them. Now, one of the things when you work with me or you read the books, you'll you'll read or hear me say is once we know our temperament, we never use it as a weapon or as an
2: excuse.
3: So, you know, we have to understand that in our strengths, we can all make an impact What's happened to even Jim with technology is this, <laughs> it's almost so that it's too simple that we can't, we make it more complex. But even in texting and emails, if you'll just initiate that pause and read what the person is writing, you will be able to determine their temperament. And then again, it's just being able to respond in a way that they can hear you.
1: That's extremely powerful, um, mm-hmm. and I, I, can, I, I hear, um, I, I'm going to use the word empathy. I don't know that mm-hmm. that's, you know, the best word. I think it is a very good word, though, because you're taking yourselves out of your own shoes and trying to put yourself mm-hmm. into that other person more. Is that mm-hmm. a good word?
3: Well, uh, it would be more, I would use the word grace. Mm. Uh, you know, if, if a yellow person... You know, I happen to have a yellow daughter. They're very energetic. They love to tell stories. They're very inspiring. They're really people-oriented. Polar opposite of me. One of the weaknesses is to interrupt or exaggerate and elaborate. Now, when my daughter comes into the room and she has a story to tell and she's excited about it, now I don't look at that as an interruption or a bother. I look at it and I give her grace that she is wired to tell me a great story. She is wired to bring me that exi- excitement, and I want to honor that in her. I don't want to criticize that in her. And see, that's what we do. We end up criticizing other people because they're different than us. That's you know, so oh, funny. Oh, Edie's yeah. bossy, or you know, Kathleen's reserved. I mean, no, we have to give people grace for their wiring.
1: Yeah, that's a great word. Um, Kathleen talk a little bit about your different programs and books, your resources. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of churches use your things. I think it'd be great for the workforce you also do oh, yeah. you, you know so you also do one-on-one counseling. You're down in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Is that right? So so how can yes. people plug into many all the different things that you offer?
3: Well, the, the I said this you heard that book, they can get on Amazon. And what I did Jim was I was very adamant about having people have visuals because even people learn in their temperament, they speak in their temperament. So there's a couple temperaments that are better visual learners. So with the workbook, there's videos that go with it. So they can go to, I said this, you heard that.com or dot study or Kathleen Edelman.com. And all those videos are free and they match up with the workbook because I want people to be able to identify with the different temperaments. So that we can really integrate. That I don't want. I. It would be a loss for me if people did the temperaments. I want people to understand the temperaments because you're already doing it. You just don't know it, right? Um, So there's I said this, you heard that. There's all the free resources that they can get to. I have a second book that's called A Grown Up Guide to Kids Wiring. Now, that's for anybody who stands in front of a child, a teacher, a parent, a grandparent, a coach, because my vision is if we could get this right and then we could pour into children, we could lift children up one kind word at a time. Mm. Instead of trying to make them something they are not, we can honor their design. See, these designs aren't defects. They're the design. You cannot change them. So every day I hear people who are putting expectations on children. And when we do that intentionally or unintentionally, most of the time it's unintentionally, um, we're risking that relationship. Every time, you know, we're risking that relationship. And that, to me, is so fixable if we just learned how to communicate better.
1: So I said this, you heard that.com, also heard Mm -hmm. KathleenEdelman.com. Edelman.com. Probably has Mm -hmm. links to all of your resources. And Kathleen, that's Kathleen with a K, and Edelman, E-D-E-L-M-A-N. So KathleenEdelman.com. Just any other resources you want to mention, Kathleen, that that would be Mm -hmm. valuable that people may want to check out?
3: Um. I would start with those, especially the workbook and then build on that. I mean, we're we're changing, we're going to add I said this, you heard that in a trade version. Um but right now these that book right there will give you the foundation to start building this and using it every day. You well, know, and, and that's the key. To become fluent, we have to use it every day.
1: Yeah, Dee Dee and I are going to go through this with our kids and really dive into yeah. that work. I think we're
2: going to. I think what we'll do is for a Christmas gift to our family, we'll probably maybe see if we can do a session or something with you.
3: And, and that would be. I would love that. Yeah. And you know what I really love about the way we set up the book is, I think everything you know with a dash of humor, um, <laughs> becomes much more palatable, mm-hmm. and there can be some really fun conversations, you know, it re- when you go through this workbook. Oh, Dad, that's why you did that. Now I get it, you know, and it just really opens up communication with a dash of humor. Enlightening.
1: Well, it's very yeah. wise, wise words. Thank you, Kathleen Edelman, yes. com. Yes. I said this, you heard that. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on this Oh.
3: Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. We Ab- enjoyed it. Absolutely.
1: Thank you. That was Kathleen Edelman about communication and temperaments and how important that is and how we really can can have impact. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have our dollars and cents segment. When it comes to Social Security benefits and election, how to focus on maximizing survivor benefits in a married relationship and the importance of focusing on maximizing survivor benefits. So stay with us. This is More Living here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.
0: Welcome back to News Talk 98.7's Brogan Financial Studios, where Jim Brogan is coming to you live with important news and advice to help you achieve your dream retirement. Get ready to learn and live. Here's your host, Jim Brogan.
1: This is More Living here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. You can catch us every Saturday, 9 a.m. to th- and again at 3 p.m. That was a great visit with Kathleen Edelman, author of the workbook, I Said This. You heard that and our communication styles and temperaments. It is time now for Dollars and Cents.
0: Want to be sure you are getting the most out of your retirement? For all the years of your retirement? That's the primary goal of More Living with Jim Brogan and our Dollars and Cents segment, where we provide you with an important financial tip that will help positively impact the quality of your life in retirement. And now... Here's Jim with this week's dollars and cents tip.:
1: An overlooked emphasis in social security election is focusing on maximizing survivor benefits. A lot of people don't think about this, and I think it's very important when we talk about when we talk about our social security strategies, uh, remember that when one spouse dies, the surviving spouse gets the higher of the two benefits. And there's a couple of key points there that you need to understand. See, if I delay my be- – so I'm the higher earning spouse. I have the higher record when I look at mine and Deedee's and reti- Social Security benefits. So if I delay – her, her survivor benefit, if I die first, is based on when I drew – and, you know, a lot of times we see things where the, man, the, the male has the higher earnings base. Um, also, we know women actuarially live longer than men. We often see women are younger than their husband counterparts. That's true with Deedee and me. She's a couple of years younger than I am. And so if I delay my benefit, not only do I get the, the benefit of the higher amount, she also gets that if she survives me. So my election for Social Security on when I draw has a tremendous impact on her needs if I do die first and she significantly outlives me. So it is now – sometimes it can be the opposite. Sometimes the the wife should be delaying, especially whoever the spouse is that has the higher earnings record because then when one spouse dies, then that higher income payout is going to be received by the surviving spouse. So it's a very important consideration in Social Security election. The other thing I'll say is if, if your spouse is the higher earner and drew early, but you're still younger, you're under 62, not eligible to draw Social Security benefits, and your spouse dies, if you delay the, the widow benefit, you might could actually get a higher benefit than what your spouse did. In other words, you could wait, draw the, the spousal benefit, or excuse me, the widow benefit at age 67 or your full retirement age, and your benefit would be higher than what your spouse drew because he or she drew early. So understanding survivor benefits is so critically important in social security election when you make informed and prudent decisions that can impact the quality of your life.
0: That's our Dollars and Cents segment for this week. You can find this week's Dollars and Cents segment and others by visiting BroganFinancial.com.
1: Check out all of our resources online, BroganFinancial.com. You can click on radio. All of our shows are podcast. You can also check on resources and on the blogs that we that we put out every week to give you great information to make wise decisions i want to thank my wife Dee, for being in studio with me uh, as we've talked about communication thank you Dee.
2: it was good to be here thank, i think have we learned anything uh,
1: we've learned a lot i've yeah. also learned i want to dive a whole lot more into communication yes yeah, so we can be
2: better love each other i yes. like that word
1: and our guest kathleen edelman go to kathleen com. so many thanks to Dee. Uh, Thanks to Riley for running the board. Thanks to Jill for helping produce the show. Do check us out online, BroganFinancial.com. You can already sign up for the classes at the University of Tennessee and Pellissippi State in the the winter and spring. Thank you for tuning in this week. This is More Living with Jim Brogan, only on the News and Talk of East Tennessee, News Talk 98.7 WOKI.